Hello, what's going on? I hope that you are doing well today. At the time I'm recording this, it is January 28th, 2020, and it's 4.46 a.m. I needed to wake up extra early today in order to be here with you to check in and see how you are because my schedule is going to be shifting a bit this week and I need to make new time in order to be present and to be here with you. So how are you feeling? What's going on in your life? How is your week going? What sort of things can you be grateful for today in this moment? I think that it's so powerful to really think about optimism and gratitude as something that we can decide to bring into our life. It's, it's a decision. And uh, we don't need to wait for circumstances to be right in order for us to be grateful. We just can decide at any moment to be that way. So I'm glad that you're here with me, that you're deciding to be present and, and look forward to what's to come. So I'm feeling, um, I'm feeling pretty good today. I'm feeling energized and very focused. Um, but it's been a tough weekend with just a couple of days ago on Sunday hearing the just heartbreaking and tragic news um, of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the seven other people who passed away. Um, and it, it has really just impacted this entire country, I feel like. Um, when I first heard about the news, it was hard for me to explain to Julie why it had such an impact on me. Uh, and then I think over time she realized that this was a really big thing. Uh, and it just completely took over the internet for the entire day. And it's it's really, it's a really, I, I mean, I, I have a hard time even putting into words what, so I'm not going to try, but one thing that I've realized is as a whole, you know, collectively, we've all, I think, stepped back um, and sort of realized how important it is to reach out to our loved ones and um, tell them what they mean to us. And I know for me, uh, I made sure I took time that day to FaceTime my parents and tell them I love them. And I think this kind of has brought a situation in which many people have found a chance to be grateful for what for what they do have and the and the loving people around them. So I don't I really can't talk about it because it's hard. It's hard to talk about and it just got me thinking about what happens when you die. And that's a difficult subject to to tackle and to discuss, but I've decided that I want to um, give it a shot. So welcome to episode 27. We're going to talk about what happens when we are no longer here on earth.
All right, well, I know this episode started off on a down note, but one thing that I've really understood over the past day or two from just consuming a bunch of Kobe interviews uh, and and really spending time thinking about uh, what his legacy is, um, is that I realized that we all just get this one shot to be us, right? So the sadness and the mourning of this sort of loss and just complete tragedy, um, the best thing that I think can really come of it is what I kind of mentioned about just being more grateful and being more um, intentional about reaching out to people, uh, but also just like really focusing in on the thing that you love and the thing that you are here to do. So um, I'm just going to be really energetic and pumped up throughout this episode because I love talking about this and I, I love the chance to to create this show and to be with, here with you. So yeah, I'm just feeling really energized and excited about the opportunity that I have to be here today, to just be alive. So that's where we're at. And um, yeah, I, I think I've, I've had a hard time getting off my phone on Sunday, just as many of us did. And I think I, I saw myself being wrapped up in this whirlwind of um, social media frenzy that happened uh, as the news continued to spill out. And there was just such a huge reaction. And it really um, did make me a bit upset to hear about just the speculation and the careless reporting and the spread of misinformation that happened early on when this news was first coming out. And I, I was like, just felt so, so sad to know that that these reports had come out so early that the police had not even had a chance to let the families know about what happened. So literally, like, these families, the Bryant family and other families affected, like, they probably found out through social media, which... That makes that makes this whole thing even harder, I think, for me because I can't even imagine what what that is like. So, yeah, I I really was kind of glued to what was happening, which isn't something I normally do. I don't get caught up in these comment sections of tweets or or Instagram posts, um, and it just got me thinking about like why why. Do so many people feel the need to put their two cents into um, a comment feed? Like, why do people feel the need like they they have to put their opinion out there? And um, I don't know. It just I was wondering, like, do people fear like they're missing out if they don't post? And I'm not saying at all like that it's a bad thing to to share a post or write something that's personal meaning for you meaningful to you so like if you are someone who posted some sort of tribute i totally understand that in fact i read some really heartfelt personal posts from some friends that um that made me realize just like how much of an impact this man has made uh 
during his short time alive. And um, I just asked the question because as I read people arguing and being disrespectful to each other about a total tragedy, it just it made me wonder like why why do why do these parts of social media have to exist? Like I just don't understand those aspects. Like you are I am not someone that you will find in a comments section like arguing with people. And it was it was the best thing I could do was to just turn all of that off and allow myself to just experience what I was feeling and not feel the need to be on my phone. And I just wondered, like, I don't, I don't understand that need for people to run to their phone and post or retweet a story and add their two cents into a situation. Um, so I don't know, but of course I understand people that knew him would uh, take the opportunity to express the way that they're feeling um, on social media. Um, but I just, I just do wonder, like, because of the amount of that, um, that happened, like, do people feel like they have to do it? Like, if they don't, that they're, that they're somehow missing out? I don't know. Um, but, man, what a life. What a dude. I have gone and just listened to interviews with him um, post-retirement. Uh, and whatever your opinions are about him and your feelings are, uh, just an incredibly hardworking, focused individual. And somebody who can really uh, be a huge inspiration for anybody. And obviously, I've uh, known... Uh, about that work ethic side of his life, but really hearing about it from him because um, a lot of the interviews that I listened to, I had never listened to before. So they're just incredibly motivating. And, you know, getting myself up out of bed at 4 a.m. today was a little easier because um, I just got to hear from him what being committed to a passion really means. And I feel very thankful for this chance to reflect on his life and his work ethic at this point in my life in order to realize what's important and how am I actually going to need to act in order to see the things that I want to see happen in my life actually happen. So I'm feeling very thankful for that example that he set and, you know, growing up in the 90s and early 2000s uh, and growing up here in New Jersey, right over the bridge from Philadelphia, I've always been a big Philadelphia sports fan and I'm um, a big Sixers fan. And I had a chance to actually see Kobe and Shaq win the 2001 NBA Finals uh, in Philadelphia against the Sixers. It was game five. And I went to that game with my dad and my two sisters and a couple of my uncles. Um, and in fact, my uncle Pat bought me and my sisters all jerseys. I had this really cool white and gold Iverson jersey, uh, like specific to the finals. 
um, that he bought me that um, has always been a, a cool, special, pretty unique uh, piece of, of gear and memorabilia. But yeah, I was there. And I remember that my sister and I got um, seats that were separate from my dad and my other sister. So when the game ended and the Lakers won, we like the place started to clear out, but we weren't really sure how to meet up with them. I forget how that was worked out beforehand because we didn't have cell phones to reach out to one another. So my sister Emily and I sat there and just watched as Kobe lifted the trophy and as they announced the MVP. I think I think Shaq won MVP that year. Um, yeah, that's just a memory I have of uh, you know probably the one time that I was in the same building as this man. Um, but. This whole thing has just made me think about this story, this journey that we're all on, that is our life. And then what happens when it ends? And listen, I'm not talking about the specific individual as they pass on, because no matter what you believe in, like, you know, I have my own personal beliefs about what happens when I die. uh, But like, no matter what it is that you think happens, there is still an air of mystery around the whole thing, right? We can all agree on that. Um, but I realize that I do know for sure some things that definitely do happen when you die. And this situation reminded me that friends and family, and in this case, like celebrities, you know, people who don't even know him at all, but just know of him and uh, and the impact that he's had on this world, all these people come together and they remember you and they mourn your passing and they talk about you and they just come together to pay their respect or in this situation, throw in their opinions about you. And I think that that's really a helpful thing for us to take away from this situation is that you need and I need and all of us need to think more about how are we living today to be remembered by others. And I'm not talking about being remembered in the way that Kobe is being remembered because not everyone is Kobe and not everyone can be Kobe. There are very few people that are born like that, that have that sort of impact on the world, but you do make a difference every single day in this world by what you do, by what you say, by the way you treat people. So, you know, you're not going to have, not all of us will will have this huge legacy or celebrity or fame, but we do make a very large impact on the people around us. And I'm just wondering, you know, are we, are we doing the best we can to treat others well and care for them and give generously of ourselves and to sacrifice uh, for the betterment of this world? I don't know. I, I Because when, when you die, one thing that's definitely going to happen is that the people who loved you are going to remember you and they're going to pass on stories about you and... They're going to, you know, whether, however long it lasts, they're going to talk about you. And 
go through the process of grieving the fact that you're no longer here. So that's what I'm sort of doing with this situation is just asking myself, hey, am I loving other people? Am I working hard? Am I truly spreading love and happiness to those that I come in contact with? Like, What am I doing that I'm, I'm going to be remembered for? And that's what I want us to, to leave this situation with is what can we do today to just live a life that's full and to be happy in a way that we get to spread it with other people? So what a sad, crazy event to experience together Um, And then I cannot even begin to fathom what those closest to those families are going through. So I will be praying for them and I will be just asking God to bring some sort of peace to their situation, which takes time and things will never be the same. That's what happens when we die, that Things change. However, in the big picture, things remain the same and the world will keep spinning. And already just a couple of days removed, you know, the world just moves on. And that's okay. It's not a sad thing because those that are closest to the person who passes, it takes longer for them to to get back into anything that resembles the the life before. So through that time of grieving and remembering somebody's life, there are these little special sort of standout moments, I think, that um, remind us just how special our time is together. And um, I just want to say that I really... Do not take for granted the time that I have here with you. Just that anyone would listen to what I have to say. It means so much. So thank you. And I love you. And I hope that you're right there with me in the fact that we now have a chance to actually point to something like this that for some they would never be able to walk away with any sort of positive from because of just how heartbreaking it is. But I think that there is an opportunity for us to make more conscious decisions about how we're living today to, to be remembered in a way that, that we want to, to leave this place. So have a great day. Be thankful for this day, for the breath in your lung, for the chance to Reach out to those that you love and don't miss those opportunities to just squash any sort of bad feelings that you may have with anybody else because it's really not worth it. I love you. Have an awesome day and I will see you next time. Hey, one last thing. If you like this episode and are looking forward to new episodes of this series, I encourage you to leave a review and subscribe to this show. 
I'm no social media guru, but I think that's how more people are going to have a chance to hear it. Thanks again. Have a great day.